Good afternoon, boys and ghouls. It's your favorite podcast host of the most, the Horror Heathen. How are you doing on this fantastic day? I have the wonderful, the beautiful, and the most, most very talented actress in one of my favorite movies, Miss Anastasia Phillips, who starred as Vera in Incident in a Ghostland. A little quick bio on this wonderful actress. Anastasia Phillips was born and raised in Toronto. She received a BFA in acting from the University of British Columbia, where she also studied philosophy. Her professional acting career began with the little, I'm sorry, the title role in um, Vancouver's art club production, The Diary of Anne Frank, for which she received a Dora nomination for the Best Actress. From there, Phyllis worked across the country in regional theaters, including Citadel's production of Equus. I can't pronounce that right. Equus. Mm-hmm. Equest. Okay, thank you. <laughs> and the Vancouver premiere of Morwen Bredner's The Optimist. She also toured with the Electric Theatre Company's award-winning production of Studies in Motion. Now, you have been nominated for numerous awards, and that is very awesome. Even just to be nominated <laughs> is very cool. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, even to win them is, is awesome. It's even more awesome. So congratulations on that as well. Thank you. So today we're going to talk about Instant in the Ghostland, okay. and I, like I said, I love that movie. Oh my! It's the first time I watch it. This is my reaction. <laughs> so subtle, <laughs> very internal. <laughs> so, ladies and gentlemen, the beautiful, the talented Anastasia Phillips. How are you doing today? Good, thank you. Thank you so much for joining me. I really do appreciate you taking your time out in your life because I know you're very busy. And actors have lives outside of acting, so. Oh, they better. Otherwise, they're they're in for trouble, and it's going to be a miserable road ahead. So, and you're, give us like a brief description in your own words of what Incident in a Ghostland is all about. Uh, Incident in a Ghostland is about two young girls who are moved to a creepy house that they've sort of inherited from a dead aunt with their mother, and along the way, they get accosted by two really like demonic individuals who torture them. And then it sort of looks at the line of like what happens when you are in a state of trauma and in a dissociative state. Um, And it sort of flashes back and forward between two timelines when the sisters are in the abuse, enduring it as kids, and then uh, when they're grown up and presumably One of them has gone on to be quite successful and overcome the trauma using it for her art. And the other sister has remained stuck in her state of trauma, unable to move on with her life and integrate it. Like I said, psychological. (laughs) Yeah. And I loved how the sequences always happened, the back and forth. I mean, there was like not much of a difference in changing timeline, not much of a jump. And that's why I liked how this movie was directed and how it was produced, because there was no confusion whatsoever for me. Usually when I do watch a movie like that, I'm like, what the hell is going on? (laughs) Right. Yeah. I mean, it's and and you know, like, I think they did a good job of casting the the younger, uh, the younger characters and the older characters. So it's not too jarring. Like, I think. And and Amelia and Taylor Hickson are incredible talents and have so much ahead of them. It's very exciting. And yeah, I just feel like they 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 cast 
us well, our younger selves and our older selves. So it's less jarring for that reason. I get it. Mm -hmm. So what made you audition for this role or were you chosen for it? Well, I got the, I, I didn't want to audition for it, to be honest, because I was like, oh, I can't do a film about women being abused in a house. It just doesn't seem like something that like I necessarily care to give my my energy to. And then I was told that I should really consider it because there's a really great twist for my character. And I sort of like after reading the script, I thought, well, this is very interesting. My dad is a psychiatrist. I'm interested in what trauma does to people and, you know, the schisms of our mind. And incidentally, I feel like I just maybe because my dad was a psychiatrist, but I often play people that um, are affected by mental illness. So um, for that reason, I reconsidered. And I I also, to be honest, am not a huge fan of the, of the horror genre. Like I, much like you, well, if this is sort of like a recent, like intense passion of yours, this would have been my first horror film and it was now a couple of years ago and i i was curious about what the process would be i had friends that were like the sweetest deepest um you know most sensitive performers that loved doing horror films and so i was like well what's that about let me let me see what this world is has to offer and um and so it was partly also the curiosity um and pascal you know pascal was casting from France, we had a lovely Zoom call. I like working with European directors. I was intrigued. Um, and so for all those reasons, I took the job. Nice. Uh, yeah, I'm, I'm glad you did, because you did really good in it. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. you performed exceptionally well as the role as Vera. You did. I mean, it's like uh, you, ca you captured her persona so well, I, I, I was believing it every second of it. So, Well, that's and, good. It takes a lot to impress me, and you sure did. So, <laughs> oh, thank you. Well, that's our job. Our job is to have the capacity to believe so much that you would believe it. So, I'm glad it worked. So, why did you get into acting, and do you enjoy it? I got into acting because I was taking violin lessons, and across the hall, they were doing like a a drama class and I was like maybe in grade four and I was like, ooh, that looks fun. Can I do that? And then I started doing all the school plays and I, you know, I was gonna do um, study literature and probably get a law degree at some point, but I was at university and I was spending all my time on the stages doing all the main stage shows and someone pulled me aside. They were like, look, you clearly love this. You're gonna have to make a choice about what you're gonna do with the rest of your life. I would counsel you to study acting because it's, you know, if you make the choice, you won't let the industry sort of like toss you around as much. You'll have longevity, you'll have perseverance, you'll have committed to yourself to stay in it. And so I did that. And I, I mean, I just, I, I'm one of the lucky, I'd say few who knew at a young age what they wanted to do. And that's a blessing because I know not everybody's so fortunate to, to have that clarity. And then like life was kind enough to reciprocate and the industry was kind enough to reciprocate with regular enough gigs that made me think this was a way that I could actually make a living. 
Oh, that's great. I'm I'm, <laughs> I'm happy for you. I'm, I'm I'm happy it worked out for you. I really am. Because yeah. when I was a kid, I wanted to be an astronaut, but you know. <laughs> oh wow. It's never too late. <laughs> and, until I took a tour of NASA down in Tampa, or not Tampa, but Cape Canaveral, and they let us go inside one of the um, the rocket ships as, yeah. as like a tour. I looked up, I was like, nope, I'm good. <laughs> right. That's great. It's good that you can have that closure. I was like, I can't see myself being launched at like 300 miles an hour into space. It's, it's not happening. I'm sorry. <laughs> <Okay. Moving> on. <laughs> <laughs> Moving on. Moving on, sorry. So knowing that the movie is a psychological thriller, was there any part of the movie that you could not do knowing what was going to happen next? No, because I unfortunately think I can do anything and um, I'm always curious to push the limits. But I have to say that the filming of this film um, pushed every limit I think all of us had. It was an extremely challenging shoot um physically emotionally in terms of um just the hours we were filming in winnipeg imagine like uh it's minus 40 celsius so like actually i think minus 40 becomes minus 40 in fahrenheit too because it just doesn't go any lower right. so the most low fahrenheit number you guys have is the weather that it is the temperature that it is in an uninsulated barn dressed in as you know in the film very little clothing and filming all through the night while it storms outside pascal's like he likes to have a lot of takes of things um i guess everybody works differently i like to be prepared and come ready to primed for the first one but you know if you're doing 20 takes of something it's extremely exhausting and uh and so there were days where i was like i don't know i don't know if i can do another day like i don't know if i'm gonna survive this um so it, it was extremely grueling yeah i bet i bet it was because i can tell by watching the movie that I, I can tell that when actors when they're they're trying hard to to hide like oh i'm so tired i'm gonna do this anymore <laughs> so <laughs> right. yeah like the exhaustion and the like all that's pretty real we all felt a little bit trapped <laughs> yeah so I forgot who, um, Crystal Reed, was she yeah. supportive in her role, like trying to coach you and help you? I was like, this is all just fictional. We're going to be okay while we're in production. <laughs> yeah, she was. She was. I think we all we all kind of bound together. I, I really, and also I have to say that like Taylor and Amelia as well. Amelia was there with her mom and her brother and, uh, and we kind of like, all made sure that on the weekends or in the evenings and Milen also Milen and I became very good friends over the shoot and we all made sure that like no matter what we would still have a sense of like family and normalcy and something nourishing to do on the weekends and you know when we weren't working so that we wouldn't lose our minds we all yeah. supported each other because we absolutely had to I yeah I bet because it was a very intense film just watching it, I was, I was just, I would tense up in some of the scenes. I'm like, oh my god, what is going on? <laughs> so, yeah. yeah. So the whole scene in the hallway upstairs where you're being slapped around, I'm like, I had to do that. <laughs> I had, to, <laughs> I had to do that alone with my body, and I feel like we didn't even necessarily have a choreographer scheduled that day, and I was just like, 
well, how the hell am I going to do this? Is this going to work? I hope it works. Because otherwise I can't think of anything more humiliating than like throwing myself around a hallway. <laughs> if it looks bad, it's embarrassing. <laughs> well, obviously you did very well because it was kept in the films. <laughs> so. <laughs> That's true. It didn't end up on the cutting room floor. Yeah. And the whole hand twisting. I was like, oh my God. Well, I know. Yeah, that was pretty disgusting. And I had to... It's pretty hilarious because I had these like two fake fingers that were hanging out on my hand all day. So it's pretty, it's amazing. That prosthetics team was incredible. They were, you would love them. I mean, you should probably talk to some of those guys sometimes because I feel like that would be your jam. Um, you know, the artists that do all the special effects. I feel like you would like that. When I worked at a haunt in Pennsylvania, um, I wore some prosthetics sometimes, and I had like this fake hand. I just had way too much fun with it. <laughs> it's like, was like, was like, you sure you want to give me this? Because I could do a lot of things with this. <laughs> yeah, I know. I love fake hands and feet. They're so creepy, and you can really mess people up with them. So working in a basement with all that crap down there, like the trash, and was that yeah. – did, how did that – how did that – how did that settle with you or did it not settle at all? Well, the, like the set design was pretty extraordinary. Um, you really didn't need to do much work imaginatively because like, there you are. It's all like as creepy as it could be. And it has, it has its effect on you. And so being in that environment creates the necessary emotional state and makes our job much much easier um i thought i don't even know how long it would have taken to collect all of those dolls and that taxidermy and the it was just like a house of of the creepiest artifacts you could ever find house and full of nightmares maybe <laughs> yeah it should be a museum <laughs> it could be like an amusement park but that, that big tall guy in the movie, I don't know his name, but um he was oh, really yeah. creepy too. And that well, he's all in prosthetics. I mean, he doesn't look anything like that. He's like a full-on stunt man and he's extremely I think I remember him being quite handsome and like, you know, um all of that. And I believe that whole prosthetic suit at the last hour had to be completely remade because the first pass wasn't quite what Pascal was hoping for. And I remember those guys working through the night trying to um, make sort of the ogre, obese vision that Pascal had for the part. So, um, and it was, yeah, it's hard to work in that, that kind of suit it's exhausting it's you you don't can't sweat you can't breathe it's it's a lot uh, is he really that tall or is he wearing like he's that tall he's <laughs> okay. a tall guy he's a tall guy yeah because i was watching while watching was like there's no way someone would be that tall and wow <laughs> he's like yeah he's like a jason momoa big guy like just some guys are they're really big <laughs> Yeah, I, I. It's unbelievable how Hollywood and how uh, special effects and makeup people just do their jobs so well, and yeah. and how you two, like you and Crystal Reed, were just playing your parts so well. 
in a stressful environment like that, I give you a lot of props for that. I really do. Wow. And a, and a lot of respect because there's no way being prior, being, being prior military, there is no way I can handle stuff like that. So, <laughs> oh, that's right. You were in the military. I mean, I've, I've been in combat. I've been rolled over, shot at, blown up. But something yeah. in a stressful environment like that while acting, I, I I don't think I'd be able to do it. Well, why would you voluntarily put yourself under that stress now that you know what the toll is that it takes on your body? And I have to say, every time I finish a project that's emotionally grueling, like your body doesn't know the difference. It doesn't know if the trauma, it's like I went to Six Flags as an adult and there were no lines because it was October. And so we, you know, we could ride a, go on a ride like every 10 minutes. And <laughs> I felt like I needed an ambulance after like three hours because the body doesn't know what tr real trauma and fear, which, which is real and which isn't. And so when you're inducing this state of psychological horror, it's as if you have survived it your body doesn't know the difference. And I always think that there should be like a really good way of deprogramming so that you can readjust to like, you know, finding your, 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 yourself again after that. I'm sure you kind of know what I mean, particularly with all of your experience um, with trauma. I mean, there's a lot of work to be done to, to get yourself back onto like even ground. My wife does that very well. So Oh, that's great. Then that's very yeah. good. I'm and I have two you. I have two dogs. <laughs> dogs are amazing. They that. help me out a lot too. So that's good. So that's all the questions I have for you. Unless there's something that you would like to say, something about the movie that we don't know about it or anything you'd like to add. Um no, I think I've said it all. I think I've said it all. You have any movies upcoming that you're starring in? You'll talk about. Um, I have a series that I just finished shooting. Um, I don't think it's available in the states yet. It's on Netflix here in Canada and on CBC. It's called Moonshine, about um, adult siblings that inherit like a ramshackle campground of their parents, and they're all very dysfunctional. And it's quite funny. It's sort of like a black comedy, and. Uh, I, I love it because I get to spend summers out in Nova Scotia, which is so beautiful out here. It's sort of like our main. I've been to Nova Scotia. It's you nice have? Out. Yes. Where, where and why? Um, I was in the Navy, so we stopped in Halifax for three days. Okay. And I had the time of my life. Aww. I toured it. I toured everything in Halifax as much as I could. And I, I hit the bars, of course. Nice. Yeah. <laughs> of course. So. But the thing about East Coasters, which I think is the same in the States, is like they're salt of the earth, good, warm, open hearted people. And it's that like warmth that you feel and they also know how to have fun. So it's just nice to spend time in a place where people are warm. They like to, you know, have fun and uh, yeah, it's salt of the earth. So the history there is amazing, too. So I'm a big history buff as well. Right. So, and there's a lot of a lot of history in Halifax. And I enjoyed like the old forts and stuff. It was really cool to go see. Yeah, I I don't love touring forts. <laughs> it's not for no me. more close spaces for me. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you know more about the history, I'm sure, than I do. Even though I've been there for the last three summers. <laughs> well, I will tell everyone about your new show coming out. 
I promise I will spread the word and the news. So, hey, watch this as soon as it comes out in the U.S. Moonshine, it's going to be awesome and amazing to watch because Anastasia Phillips is in it. So, Aww, that's very sweet of you. Thank you. So, uh, as a, pre- a token of my appreciation, I would like to give you a South Jersey Horror Podcast T-shirt. Oh, that's great. So, um, I guess have your agent contact me, give me your address and your size. That way I can put the order in and I can have the shirt made for you. Awesome. I'd love that. Thank you. That's You're very, very welcome. Thoughtful. That's just okay. me showing my appreciation for giving your time to me to talk to me about your movies and your past. I really do enjoy these kind of deals. So, Okay. I appreciate that. Thank you. That's all I have. And thank okay. you so much. Ladies and gentlemen, the talented Anastasia Phillips. She's wonderful. See her movie, her new TV series. I'm sorry. Moonshine. Yes. <laughs> thank you so much for joining me and i wish you the best of weekend and the best in your career thank you thank you so much okie dokie and i will see you on the flip side